face to face. My name is Rob Howden. That there, I figured it out, is David Cole. Uh, we are back with another edition of our Facebook Live uh, Q&A to a certain extent. Roundtable, probably a better better uh, idea. It is, uh, what, Thursday now, David? April the 30th. Let me look back down. You look at the... Thursday, <laughs> Thursday April the 30th Thursday, on my calendar. Right uh, last day of April. Wow. Month it is of the last May day of, of April. The month of May is upon us. It's going to be one of the uh, most historic month of Mays ever. Yeah, there will be no Indianapolis 500. That's what sucks about it. Although there will be a virtual... Uh, what, 70-lap race uh, on part of the IndyCar Challenge. The guys who qualified yesterday to get into the show, practice and qualifying, I think, today, I believe, before we go dialing things in for for, uh, for the race on NBC on Saturday. Uh, lots going on, David. Uh, one of the big things, of course, on eCarding News is we put together uh, essentially a cart track information update page uh, on the site uh, that we will continually update. You've already made some updates to it. So if you are a track owner or a track manager around the country, whether it's the U.S. or Canada, please connect with us. Give us your status. Are you racing? Are you practicing? You know, tell just give us some input on what you guys are doing so that we can pass it out to everybody uh, around the country dialing in to see what's happening here on eCarding News. Otherwise, David, uh, we got some good news from some people. Some news, uh, of course, getting all this input from the, the tracks. Some, what we expected, that they're still on hold, but there are some tracks that are getting rolling, which is nice. Yeah, it's, it's as, as we we're kind of talking about in the pre-show uh, discussion, it's kind of just a, uh, a regional and really local kind of change of, of pattern as to what's going on. Um, so it's just it's just a matter of how many cases are in your area, how many in deaths that the type of area you're in, obviously inner cities and, and metropolitan areas are a lot tougher than say rural areas yeah. like uh, out in the middle of the uh, the country or Indiana, Ohio, and all these, these areas that have big, I mean, even the Michigan UP, like there's, there's still five different counties that don't have a, a single case. So okay. it's just, it's all depend depends on where you are living. And of course, everybody's doing their best to either stay at home, try to flatten the curve, Obviously, when you do go out, I think we're all being smart. We're wearing masks, whatever it may be, social distancing, wash your hands before you leave, wash your hands afterwards. If you have some hand sanitizer, use it. All the stuff we're doing. Then, of course, you hear conflicting uh, accounts that we should also be making sure that we take care of our own immune systems. So get out for walks, that kind of thing. Uh, a lot of different uh, differing information, of course, coming out in regards to how to handle the COVID-19 well, yeah, virus pandemic. Even but, you, like you, you're in a, you're in a thousand foot square space with with Alicia. Yeah. I can't keep telling you, you need to get, at least get out and go for a walk. Like I do. I'm going crazy. Because again, that's the, and that's, that's the one hmm. thing that we talked about since the beginning. And that's why, you know, us as Carters were, were wondering, even golfers, why can't we get out there and go do what we do? Because we already practice social distancing for the most part in, yep. in what we do. So walking and, and just being, just sitting outside and, and, and again, 10 feet from your neighbors, you know, just sitting chit chatting and, and doing that stuff. As long as, you know, you're not spitting and, and, <laughs> and breathing on each other. I think that and touching each other, that's, that's really all you need to do because I don't think it has that massive, you know, airflow, uh, trans transporting. So, well, you're, when we're on a car track, this is why it's so good right now. The carding could get, get back. As you said, we social distance as it is, you're in a paddock area, especially if you, if you space the paddock out a little bit more, when, when it's you and your mechanic, your dad, your mom, whatever it may be, you're together. You know, you may talk to the guys beside you, but if you leave enough room and then head to the grid and you know, get your helmet on, you hop behind your cart, Spread the grid out. We don't ever need to be that close to each other. So that's the great thing. We're able to make this thing happen. And yep. so that kind of rolls us, David, into, into the, our our uh, trio of guests, hopefully trio of guests today. We, we got, got three. Two, 
We got three? We got three. Yes. All right. We got it dialed in. Don Durbin Jr. from Prairie City was having some trouble uh, with the camera on the laptop. I think we moved to the phone, which is great. Uh, so we have three guests joining us. I'll introduce them first, then we'll bring them in. Uh, we've got Mike Adams from Newcastle Motorsports Park. We have Brett Spouty from Bushnell Motorsports Park down in Florida and from California. And much different uh, approach and much different status that we're going to get from Don Durbin from Prairie City Kart Track. So, Dave, let's bring these guys in. We'll say goodbye to you. You'll tuck yourself out here as the producer of the show. Bring everybody in, flatter everybody in. All right, guys, great to have you with us. Let's uh, start going around the horn. Say hello, Brett uh, from Bushnell Motorsports Park. Thanks for joining me, man. No problem. Thanks for having us. Good to have you there. Good branding in the back, as I said before. Like to see that logo. Same goes for the hat and the sweatshirt for Mike Adams. Looking good, Mike. Good afternoon, guys. You, good afternoon, guys. And Donald Durbin, we got. Are we got to turn your phone? We're on my phone. Dude, I like it. This technology is <laughs> solid stuff right now. Of course, you and your father and family just took over Prairie City Kart Track and and spruced it up pretty nicely, man. It was, it's great to see what you've done out there. I appreciate that very much. We've had a blast doing it. It's got to suck a little bit that you've done all this work to the place and it's sunshine. I can see the blue sky in California. It's cold as hell here in gray. You can't even race and you've got a brand new track you've dialed in and you can't even get out there. No, we can't. But, uh, you know, we're going to make the most of it. There's some little things that we want to just keep doing and uh, just make the most of it. Like I said, uh, we'll just keep pressing along. That's awesome. Well, people are starting to come in to join us here. Of course, we'll get the comments. If you guys want to ask any questions of the track managers, track owners here, uh, we'd love to see those come on. Essentially, the focus of this particular show right now is to, to talk to three people that are that are at the front lines uh, dealing with local government, counties, uh, their, their state government as well, uh, all the stuff they need to do to potentially open up because Newcastle has opened up already. They've had a club race. Uh, the guys at Bushnell down in Florida, they are open for practice right now, and they're looking to have uh, another race coming up soon. Of course, Donald Durbin, everybody in California is essentially still on lockdown. So different, differing areas, different opportunities. I'll start with you, Mike Adams. Let me just kind of run through a couple things here, kind of the timeline that you can come back. Uh, you opened March the 8th for a one-day practice. You officially opened the season on March the 18th. Uh, you tried to hold, host a race on April the 5th, but that didn't kind of work out. Didn't get the feedback you wanted, so you postponed that. Shut down for a couple of weeks, beginning on April the 4th. But this past week, in April 26th, you guys held a non-points race, practicing social dis distancing, and we'll talk about a lot of the stuff that you did. This coming weekend, uh, May the 3rd, will be the first round, official round of the 2020 KRA Series. Uh, there's your rundown, Mike. How, how's it been uh, in, the, in the driver's seat of this program for yourself and everybody at the track? Oh, it's, um, you know, it's been good. Obviously, it's something you've got to, um, you know, just kind of roll with the punches, figure out what you need to do in order to make it happen. Um, you know, I was actually down in New Orleans there um, for the Scusa event. Yep. And, you know, you know, obviously, everybody knows what happened there. And so I was on the phone, actually, on my drive home, um, talking to the health department, the mayor, you know, everybody that I needed to, to try to figure out how we, you know, how this was going to impact us. And, um, you know, they've been very good to work with all the way through. Um, you know, we've had open, open lines of communication. Uh, they, you know, they initially didn't ask us to shut down. Um, but as soon as they did, I said, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a debate. Um, you know, we've been following their guidance, you know, they're the ones with all the info. Um, not only that, also the hospital's been talking to them, make sure they're not overcrowded. Um, you know, if, if you know, something happens here and we have to send somebody there, we got to make sure that they're going to be able to get treated, you know, and, and 
Right. Yeah. So, you know, we've we've been dealing with everybody that we needed to, um, you know, actually the EMTs here, we use um, the, the county EMTs and they, you know, they do it on their off time, but then they come out and you know, they were here this past weekend. They were happy with what they saw. Um, you know, we've done we've done some things that they've asked us to do as far as moving the um, uh, moving the registers to the door okay. uh, we have no people inside our building um, you know we do have you know we're pins where everybody signs in we've got hand sanitizer stations right there we've got pins where everybody signs in and we've got a, a new pin area and then it goes into a box as you know single use and then it gets sanitized um, after that and goes back into that that container but um, you know we let everything soak and sanitize we're doing everything that we can um, to take steps and precautions that, that need be um, we did just order a bunch of masks for this weekend okay. um, you know so so we'll have we'll have those on site as well. So how many racers did you have out for that first event? How many in total did you get, get, get in that polling? A uh, number of entries. Um, we were just shy of 100. Um, okay. You know, now we have we have double entries, you know, yeah. guys running two classes, things like that. So I'd say probably unique drivers. We had probably 45 um, somewhere in that range. All in all, were you, were you the everybody kind of happy with the way things went? I, you know, and you, we're asking them to do something they've never done before, right? It's it's, it's yeah. you can't have the camaraderie of the track. It's we're not high fiving each other. Overall, how was the atmosphere for you? You know, it was good. Um, you know, everybody was just happy to be out. Um, you know, and happy to be at the racetrack and and being able to do you know obviously what we all love to do. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, so just just to be able to do that, I mean, we had inclement weather. Um, we had to you know we had to postpone. Um, the first round, we actually had to cancel our first round of practice on Sunday morning. Um, we didn't get rolling, hit the track till about 11, 15, 11 30, um, okay. just because it was rainy, uh, cold. But then after that, I mean, it turned out to be a beautiful day and we got, you know, some practice in qualifying and racing. So, um, you know, everybody would, like I said, just happy to be back. Um, you know, obviously everybody understands that there's certain things we have to do right now and they're happy to do that just to be able to be here, you know? And that's it, right? Everybody understands that they got to work together on this. Let's, let's move to, uh, Sabret Spaddy from, uh, from Bushnell motorsports park down in florida i'll give you the update too you tell me if i'm right or wrong and then you can add add in a bit there brett uh so you guys continued operating through the pandemic you had uh, a rental cart league event back in march the 19th uh march the 28th you changed to rental carts by uh, rsvp only you had to have 10 cust uh, 10 customers at a time that was it until april uh, april 3rd or april 5th uh owner track time continued through the weekends with both uh, carts and bikes we know you have bikes out there right now on, on track yep. Uh, you're working on a rental fleet and property maintenance, of course, while things were closed, which a lot of tracks are doing. You return to normal hours for owner cart time and cart rentals this Saturday, coming on May the 2nd. And March and April co uh, competition dates that you have will be rescheduled, but the plan is to potentially go racing here in May. Is that correct? Yeah, so we we tried, uh, we saw what GoPro did, and we thought yeah. that was a pretty good idea. So we tried following that, and honestly, it didn't really pan out. Things were just starting to ramp up here in Florida. Things were kind of like unsure. Um, our governor just spoke yesterday, and he kind of went through all the, the media stuff that was like, you know, Florida is the new New York. It's going to be horrible. This is going to be awful. And it, it really just kind of, I think it scared everybody to, to kind of really stay home, which is good and bad. I mean, you don't want to be scared ever, but yeah. um, you know, it, it did have an effect and it, it did slow everything down. So that, that week that we did the reservation style uh, carding, that, that was pretty slow for us. Um, March is historically our best month uh, for rental carts. Mm -hmm. And um, it just, it was kind of a, a dud month. Uh, you know, what it turned out to be uh, the race series. We were, we were right up until I think the Thursday or Wednesday before we decided to, to postpone. 
uh, just started getting to the point where people were, you know, I don't blame them, but they, we, we were starting to get a little bit of backlash for trying to be open. I think Mike kind of went through the same thing yeah. a little bit. And it, it, we just kind of figured that it really wasn't worth risking health and bad publicity in a sense to really kind of try to push something through that we could easily reschedule. So we went ahead and canceled that, pushed that off. Um, we're going to do a double header in May. So we're going to have a Saturday race and a Sunday race for our local series. Um, and actually at the same time, we have a bike series that comes around, travels around, and they've got a, a practice day on that Saturday morning. So we're going to have bikes in the morning, carts in the evening, and then Sunday we're going to have a bike race and then carts in the afternoon. Uh, again, so we've got two full days of just straight some type of racing, which is kind of cool. Um, we've never done a solid Saturday, Sunday like that before. So, Can you talk a little bit about uh, some of the, the measures that you guys are doing? Again, the, the whole primary concept here is to talk about what tracks that are still running or are running now, what you guys are doing so the tracks that are going to be opening up can say, hey, you yeah. know what, we need to do this as well. What are you, what are you guys doing that would, I would expect to be very similar to what Mike does at Newcastle? Yep, absolutely. So we've taken out uh, almost all the chairs inside. Um, we've basically eliminated any seating inside. Um, we've worked with the city on being open or not. Um, they suggested that we could stay open for the owner time. Uh, and that's, we, we felt that we could have stayed open normal hours uh, based off of what the governor's uh, put out for us. Uh, you know, outdoor activity was still fine, but we didn't feel that we could ask people to leave their home during a stay-at-home order. So we decided to close that down. So whenever we get back open uh, Saturday, we're going to just go back to regular everything, except you've got to wear gloves, which we don't recommend or don't require. So okay. we're going to either give you latex gloves or you can bring your own um, to get on the rental carts. Uh, like I said, everything inside's cleared out. Uh, like Mike said, you know, the check-in sign-in process is going to be a lot less um, contact. We're going to disable all of our computers inside. So if you want to register, you've got to do it through your mobile devices. Um, uh, that way it's all done, not on any of our systems. It's all done through your own stuff. Okay. And it's, you know, we're trying to make it as contactless as we can. Um, obviously there's some things that they have to do. You know, they've got to sign waivers, stuff like that. So we're, we're trying to keep it as clean as we can. Um, but on track, it's going to be the same thing. You're out there to race. You're out there to have fun. Um, but we're just not tolerating any physical contact, you know, high fives, stuff like that. Just, yeah. you know, we've got to kind of, got to kind of rein that back. Just <laughs> That's a it, bit. right? All right, let's move to uh, Don Durbin. Don, uh, obviously, you're not, you're not going to have near the most uh, as exciting uh, uh, something to talk about here because you guys are essentially on shutdown. But I, I like having you on here because it really is the contrast that we have in the, in the country right now. You guys are essentially on complete lockdown. What what it what is your future hold? Do you think right now for the next month or so? For sure. So as you said, you know we're in a in a little different situation where the government, not the government, the state owns the land that we're on. So yeah. there's definitely, I almost want to say it's easier. It's not, but my judgment gets to get taken off the table. I only can do what is allowed. So yeah. as of right now, the, the gate is locked. We can enter, do maintenance, you know, the weeds start growing and it drives me crazy. So we're in there mowing the grass and pulling weeds just because, like you said earlier, we did put a lot of effort into trying to debut a, a nice clean facility and I yeah. will be ready for that day when it opens. But to your point, uh, the latest information that I have is absolutely nothing is going to happen before June 1st. So that gives me a little bit of a window. I say, okay take a breath, 
let's start making a plan because it does feel like we're coming to a head you know it's definitely Agreed. not going to drag on forever um and it, you know just like the other gentleman said you know we started making little plans uh, i was on the phone last night with a very good friend of mine ron jenkins and we were brainstorming about it's not just going to open up and go back to normal as we all know so you know maybe get creative and have uh kid cart junior one and junior two race, you know, and just minimize the numbers and yeah. maximize the day, give them all kinds of heat races. At the end, the cost is the same. Um, everybody can have a good time and maybe spread out a little bit. Uh, that's one idea. And then obviously, you know, masters, seniors, et cetera, on a different weekend or a different day. Yeah. That's an idea or, or see how it all comes, you know, together. I mean, I get new information weekly and unfortunately it just keeps getting pushed out. So I'm to the point right now where it's like, I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to freak out. I'm, you know, kind of probably, like I said, I'm going to make the best of it. I have young kids. I'll probably never have this opportunity again. You know, I'm at home. <laughs> That's true. We'll just make the best of it. I was but, and, and again, an interesting thing, like you said, you guys are pretty much locked down for the next month, right? You're looking at the first of, of June and there are the NHRA starting to talk about coming out in June. NASCAR will probably be running by then. There could potentially be an IndyCar race by then. Everything's going to start to shake down a little bit. And I think we'll get a little lighter. California is obviously a tough spot. Your governor's being pretty hard, hard fought on this or hard, a hard position on this. But I guess you'll be able to kind of sit back and, you know, listen to Mike, listening to Brett, what they've been doing to be able to you know, have the safety side of it, the social distancing side of it. To be honest, by the time you guys get ready to roll, that part of it's going to be all laid. The menu's going to be laid out because everybody else is going to have already got it handled by the time yeah. you guys even get to go. Yeah, I will definitely appreciate the blueprint and we will follow it because we do want to keep safety in mind and make sure everybody's healthy, follow the rules, but also provide a good you know, atmosphere. We pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsports, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the United States Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. The 2020 season brings a new homologation period, featuring new names for the same superior products. Whether it's the medium SH Red, the soft SM Yellow, the Super Soft Green SS or the Intermediate White IZ, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution for long-lasting and the best performance, with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. 
Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Kart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Kart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kartsport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. You know what? Let's <clears throat> let's go back to, to Mike and Brett right now because obviously you guys have done it, and you can Donald talk about it a little bit as well. What were the initial steps? We'll start with Mike. What were the initial steps that you guys took? You talked a bit about it driving home from Scooge. I'd like to hear more about that so Track understands it. What were the initial steps that you took? Who did you contact when you were trying to acquire about the option of getting back going again? So you know the people in charge here are the health department. You know I initially you know spoke with the mayor, found out you know what who I needed to, who I needed to speak with. And he turned he turned me on to the um, the health department and actually the EMTs as well. Um, you know, reached out to them, and it, ultimately it falls to the health department. Okay. And that's who I've, who I've been in contact with since. Um, they've been great to work with. Um, you know, they understand what we have here as far as you know being in the open air facility. Um, you know, so like I said, with the small changes we've done, um, you know, definitely minimize the risk. Um, but it's all been in, in working with the health department. You mentioned talking to the mayor as well. What was that? The mayor of Newcastle, Green Greenfield, but yeah, Newcastle, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. Would you recommend? Would you recommend that for all, all track owners? Is that something that you found uh, kind of maybe made it a little bit easier having that connection with with the gov- local government? Not I, you know, not necessarily because he just turned it right over. It's just you know okay. he's always been a big proponent of the place, um, and you know always been somebody that I could just talk to. So okay. um, that's why I initially reached out to to them. Brent, Him and the EMTs. Okay. Brett, what about you? Same kind of deal for you. What, what, who were the, the initial points of contact that you guys stayed in contact with when you were talking about getting yourself back to 100%? Uh, we started off with um, the city manager here in town. Um, we're very different from everything else. Uh, Sumter County, where we're at, 181 cases. In Orlando, you're talking 1,300, 1,400 cases. Yeah. So it's, it's, we're a much smaller town or uh, county. Um, I think 90% of our cases are in the north end of the county where we have the villages where it's all everyone 55, yeah. 65 and up. So we just dealt with the city. They kind of helped us out, pointed us in the right direction, kind of went with that. They really didn't even point us towards the health department. Um, everyone kind of knew where our situation was. 
Um, and that was all up in the north end of our county. And that's it, right? It comes it comes down to, it's not just the, the, the state you're in, it's actually the county you're in with who you're dealing with. And as Mike said, dealing with the, the health officers at that point there, it seems like every case is going to be a little bit different, but as long as you contact the right people. Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, Donald, you're really not in that spot because, like you said, you're you're just kind of at the whim, I guess, of the state because you're in a in a state park. But do you have a do you have a central person that you can deal with, talk to about this? I do. Yeah, we have a, an event coordinator who keeps me updated constantly, and you know, he's usually the go-to for any new updates or information. And unfortunately, you know, it's a little bit boring at the moment on my side as far as information, but. All I know right now is that we will not be open this month. Okay. Well, that's good. I, I guess it's good to know that a yes or no, right? Like you said, you're kind of pulled out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to right. Mike. Uh, any initial stipulations that were laid down by them? I, I know you obviously everybody's got common sense things you're going to do, right? Social distancing. Did they come to you and say, for you guys to do this, we need this to happen for sure? Well, um, we, like I said, we have, and I don't remember if, the, if we spoke about this beforehand or not, but um, or if it was on here, but we have moved all of our regist um, registers to the door. Um, we have, um, we go through, uh, they've asked us to sanitize the bathrooms every four hours. We do it every three. Um, you know, we're trying to stay proactive and stay on top of the things that need to be done um, okay. so that we don't, you know, we're not adding to the issue and, and you know, we're able to keep going. Paddock-wise, did you guys do anything different in terms of paddock? Do you have like a spot between everybody, that kind of thing? Or we will this weekend. Yes, I mean we did. Um, there was there was enough room last weekend, um, you know, without without issue really. Um, but this weekend we will have. I mean, obviously you've got some people that take double spots, things like that. But you know, at the end of that, there will be a spot in between them and the next person. Um, same so question. we'll probably stretch out into the grass a little bit. Okay, all right then, uh, Brett. Same question for you. Any stipulations from the people you talk to? No, nothing yet. Um, our revised uh, opening backup system just came down yesterday from our governor. So right. nothing too uh, extreme common sense. Like Mike said, you know, just keep it clean, keep space between everybody. Um, we've asked everyone to keep their own space between one of themselves. We don't really want to get the, the business of having to bring out the tape measure and make sure everyone's the right distance, you know, just having people to you know, right. play by the rules. Personal responsibility, right? right Come on. Exactly. Yeah, common sense. Hey, uh, TJ Halsman just came up with a good point. It's not so much a question, but a point. Let's bring it up, Dave. He says he wants obviously all tracks to stick together. Track A can't complain to local authorities about track B because track B is able to you know, run because of their, their county rules. But track A can't race. So that's something. Are you guys in contact with other tracks around that are near you to make sure everybody's working together on this? Let's talk with Mike. Mike, anybody? Like yeah, what, absolutely. Like, like um, Raceway Park. Let's talk, let's talk about White. Yeah, I, I just spoke with Andy yesterday. You know, their county is a little bit different than where we're at. Um, you know, see, he's not able to do that. Uh, I've been talking to Gary Lowball quite a bit, letting him know what we're doing. I think he he intends to race this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, he's doing a lot of the same things we are as far as moving the registers to the door, uh, hand sanitizer stations, all that kind of stuff. So um, been talking to, you know, anybody that, anybody that calls me, you know, I, I want to see all these tracks get open, um, you know, and I'm more than happy to let them know what I did. Um, you know, I really appreciate you guys having me on here today too and I, you know as much as uh, as much as everybody else we want to see karting get going again you know yeah uh brett what about you you've got tracks in in your kind of in your area but in florida are you guys in contact with the other tracks potentially having like a con conference call with them um there's not been that set up between everybody yet um honestly it kind of feels like everyone's just kind of like disappeared for a little bit okay. um <laughs> i haven't really heard from much of anybody anderson 
Uh, I was speaking to someone. They were here from Anderson this past weekend. Yeah. They were talking like they might still be closed for a couple weeks or so, but that was very uh, primitive conversation. There really yeah. wasn't any definition to it. Okay. Uh, Donna, what about you guys? I know everybody's on a shutdown in, in California. Uh, is it, it been the same thing up in Northern NorCal? Are you guys uh, on the phone with each other a little bit to, to a certain extent? Maybe not even just talking about opening, but talking about what the schedule is going to look like after we do get opening, because everybody's going to be clamoring for dates up there. That was another conversation I had the other day as well. I haven't talked to any of the tracks. We monitor each other online, look and see what's happening. But I did have a conversation with some of the folks from the KPX series, which is mm -hmm. an organization in our area. And they frequent all of the tracks and we agreed that as we got a little bit closer and that might be now um you know whether it's a phone conversation or if it's allowed to you know be in person get together and probably create a new calendar because yeah. if we all just pick up where we left off you know we might want to add we might want to move around and who knows when that's going to happen but with that being said um we will i i, I know that we will well, one of the beauties that you guys have in California is, of course, the weather, right? So you, you will be able to push into October, November, and even if you have to, push into December to get enough enough racing, I would I would, I would believe, for the guys in North, Northern California, correct? That's correct. That was another thing we talked about uh, yesterday was just extend it. You know, there's plenty of opportunity to run in November and December, and we'll just yeah. say rain or shine. So, folks, if you have any more questions, those of you following here on this edition of Face to Face, again, we're talking to uh, some track managers, track ownership uh, groups uh, about what they're doing. A couple of tracks, of course, a number of tracks starting to open up a little bit. So if you do feel like you'd like to be uh, involved in this conversation, feel free to throw something out there for us. We pause our Face to Face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis and the new for 2020 in the U.S., the Red Speed and the EOS, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and the Scusa Winter Series and the Pro Kart Challenge, and the United States Pro Kart Series and the WK Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line or to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK directly. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's resume. The Nitro Kart has made its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. The 2020 Nitro Cadet is even better. The kart features magnesium front and rear hubs, a floating sprocket hub, and a roller bearing steering column support with tow lock. The Nitro Kart Cadet is completed with mini Dynamica bodywork and Max Pappas' MPI steering wheel. 
If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. I am Nitro Kart Mini Driver and National Champion Spencer Conrad. We just got our 2020 Cadet chassis just before Daytona this year, and I really like it a lot. I got my first victory with it in just the second time on track. I really like the MPI wheel and the new brake system. Plus, the bodywork is really cool. Come join the winningest cadet team on the market, Team Nitro. Race one or chase one. Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Cartsport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Cart Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, cart service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain, Talon Sprockets, SKF Bearings, and Prisma Tire Gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at cartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. Cartsport North America, top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Let's uh, let's uh, ask one more question. Here's one thing I wanted to ask, and Mike, we'll talk to you about this, and and Brett as well. Again, Donald really can't can't confirm on this, but you have competition customers and you have rental car customers. How do you Mike, feel? Is there is there what's the tone coming from both of those? Are you seeing the rental car stuff kind of just shut down completely right now? So our rentals, you know, we don't have a uh, you know a ton on a regular basis anyway. You know, we've got a lot of racing in here, and that covers most of our weekends in the summer. Um, you know, a lot of our stuff is walk into the week, corporate events, that type of stuff. Um, you know, we've not done anything as far as the corporate events are concerned. Um, you know, given the given what we do, um, that would be tough right now, um, just because you know if somebody does come in, they get a head sock, um, you know, they go over. We've got the rest uh, the rental carts set up next to the restrooms they go in there wash their hands ahead of time before they even put them in a glove sanitize put their gloves on uh run their time and then that head sock is theirs you know they bought it when they um, yeah. and they take that with them sanitize the helmets take them out of rotation and if you've got you know 30 or 40 guys there's no way we have enough helmets to to keep that that going so you know we're just going to be on a whole pattern for that for now um okay. you know yep. maybe maybe if you walk in rentals and things um during the week when we're not busy um but again taking all the precautions we can there with those as well did um, you uh, did, are you uh, did you take a look at that ha that helmet sanitizer company that's happening i they did actually that? see that um uh, i haven't priced Andy. it out i don't want to cost but i know that some people have already picked one up yeah, I think Andy said he they've ordered three of them, so okay. um, he's not going to have them for a few weeks. But um, with, uh, Andy there at Whiteland, and yep. uh, he's got uh, SIK there too, uh, Speedway Indoor Karting. Yeah, and that's what he's you know needing that for mainly. Um, okay. But he, he he just ordered three of them. What about uh, what, what's the stats with the garages at 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 your track at Newcastle? Everything good to go with the garages? Oh yeah, yeah, everything's good there. I mean, there's enough distance. Um, you know, there's barriers in between and everything there, so that's a that's not too big of an issue there. 
What about you, Brett? I know that you have the, the rental cart side, you have the competition side. Are you, are, you, are you hearing different feedback from the two different sides, two different customer bases? I'm 100% opposite to Mike. Um, <laughs> mainly rental carts with yeah. a little bit of racing. Um, Florida's got so many tracks that it's hard to get a good race weekend. So more times than not, there's five races in a month. Uh, so we, we always kind of struggle a little bit more on the race side, but we're always geared uh, around rentals as well. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think I could also uh, wheelbarrow racing, and these guys are ready to come back to the track and just do something. Um, the, the owners, we've like I said, we've been open Saturdays and Sundays uh, this month, and we've had a ton of people out here just ready to do something. They just want to get out to the track. Um, I think we've done like over 300 pit passes or something this, this month, wow. um, okay. which just for two days a week is, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so people are wanting to get out. Um, we announced this morning that we were going to go back rental car racing on Saturday. And that has been overwhelmingly positive so far. Um, people, I think, are just ready to go do something. Um, I think everyone feels that it's a safe thing to go do. You're not sitting right next to people you're, yeah. you're in your own helmet you're in your own gloves you're in your own go-kart you know it's it's far enough away from everybody that i think everyone's just ready to go everyone's ready to go race yeah i think i think you're probably right all right folks i think that's going to wrap things up here we're right about the, the 30 minute mark uh brett i appreciate you coming on thank you so much mike you as well donald thank you so much for being part of this i appreciate it yeah thanks for having me thanks guys thank you for the opportunity so, folks, all these guys here are on, on Facebook, and, and so if you do want to connect with them, if you're, if you're a track owner, a track manager, a club manager, whatever it may be, you can reach out to any three of these guys on, on social and potentially ask them what they're doing. Of course, Mike and Brett have both had a chance to kind of work with the city already to get things rolling. So if you have a club and you're wondering how you're going to go race or track, whatever it may be, uh, good opportunity to talk to these two gentlemen because they're going through it right now. Or make sure you take care and look at uh, our, our uh, the article that we have, too, that's cart track and club information update article we have on the website we're going to keep updating that we're getting more information coming in from different clubs and tracks we'll keep updating so that you know what's going on in your area what's going on in other areas as well all right guys thank you so much for we'll let them go david cole and i will wrap things up this edition of the face to face guys thank you so much again i really appreciate it we had guys from florida indiana and california as well david cole there's some pretty solid input there from guys that are on the front lines right now, different things in California. Of course, uh, Don Durbin, as he said, a little different than the other tracks too. He's not a he's not a, a track that he owns himself. It's a state track that they run. Uh, they have the stewardship of at, at a state park, so they're as he said, kind of locked in. Other private tracks are in different different positions in California. Of course, uh, Indiana different. As, as Mike had told us, you know they're they're what thirty minutes east of Indianapolis, and so much different than than where they are at Whiteland, which is south of Indianapolis, I believe. It's just just that county itself just changes everything. Well, you know, just look at Michigan. You know, Detroit is the epicenter of Michigan's, you know, uh, COVID-19 situation to where everything on the west side, you know, again, we have, I think, 3,000 cases to the tens of thousands of cases they have over there. And then up in the UP, there's, you know, <laughs> counties with zero, zero uh, cases. So, again, I mean, again, you could be within a 50-mile radius of, of no cases to 100 to 200 or even 1,000 cases. It's just... It's, you know, it's logistics, you know, how many people are actually out going out and doing things. Uh, it's it's the amount of people, square footage, people living in within square miles of each other. Uh, so there's many, many different factors, you know, people who travel, how many people traveled, you know, during, you know, February really is in March is, is the time when everything started to to peak 
as uh, you know, as as terms of coming Indeed. to the United States and being more aware of it. So the one thing I got from that 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 all three of them talked about, other than Mike, there really hasn't been conversation between other racetracks. You would think that surprised me. <laughs> and but it's karting. Like that's always been the biggest hurdle I think that we've had in the sport. We used to have the KIC, the karting. What was it called? Karting uh, Industry Council. Industry Council. Yeah. At least people would talk a little bit about how things were going around. And like that is like the perfect per, per, right now, the, the, the pandemic we're in right now. This is the perfect opportunity to have something like that, Agreed. to have somebody oversee, you know, an ACUS who, again, I will keep saying doesn't do shit for our sport here in the Agreed. United States. Yep. Now you guys actually have a new ASN. Uh, so we'll see what happens, you know, when you what you what you hear from your ASN in terms of, of racing and and when things start opening up what this weekend, because essentially this was the opening weekend for Canada. We could, once you hit May, it's like, it's time to go racing. We can start so, racing. That's true. Yep. It's yep. just, you know, it, it bought, you know, Mike and luckily for Mike and, and, um, and the people at Whiteland, you know, they want to work together and understand that, that type of mentality. But, you know, we've talked about it in NorCal, you know, why can't you guys work together? You know, luckily Donald's working with the KPX guys is, who, yeah. who go all to all these different racetracks. So it's like, Let's work together because we know there's NorCal tracks that are on track right now. People are on track right now. They're investing. Yeah. So California is not completely shut down. And why is that? That's that's why we need to get that kind of stuff out there. Um, and it's just it, and you know, Florida is the same situation. They all hate each other. They don't want to talk to each other. Uh, why? You know, right now is the time to work together, you know, formulate ideas. Hey, we have this idea. Is this going to work for you guys? That's and, it. And as far yeah. as social distancing, you know, again, we're not talking business wide because you, we all want customers going to your racetrack. And, and that's the, that's the biggest thing we need to, we need to take away from, from this pandemic is, is we all want customers for everybody. We don't want to see, we want, we don't want to see small businesses being shut down because of this. Unfortunately it's happening because, you know, certain governmental situations are, are limiting the, the, the funding to help, you know, keep them in business or, or just bad pra yep. you know, business practicing that's shutting them down to begin with. But, you know, carting, you know, cart tracks, we, we, we need, we need them to prosper and, and working together and making sure everybody's kind of on the same page. And, and again, the number one goal is to bring in customers, period, not steal customers, but bring in customers. You know, we go back into the, the mid two thousands when, and we, and we, I always used to use this as this, as kind of the model when the California sprint series was going, remember they had the California sprint cart series. I'm not yeah. California, Colorado, the Colorado Springs. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Every track worked together. They all had one race uh, and they all worked together and it was massive. They had the Steamboat Springs Grand Prix of the state that didn't have a lot of karting. They all worked together and they were getting 120, 150 uh, entries at all these races. That, of course, broke down eventually, but that's the ability to do it. This is an opportunity. Like I said, pick up the phone and people are going to be watching this right now. This is a, this is a challenge, a call to action. If you're a track owner, pick up the phone and call the tracks, all every track within three or four hours of you. Get on the phone. Get on the same page. What are you guys doing? We're going to do this when we start. You do this. You know, let's all do the same stuff. And if we, if that, all that works together, then all of a sudden that we can come together as a sport again. This Again, is there a positive we can get out of this, David? Maybe it's a line of communication opening up, whether it's Florida, yeah. Indiana, Ohio, California, Pacific Northwest. I don't care what it is, Texas, whatever it is. If people start working together, uh, we can all have exactly the same concept moving forward. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the one thing I, I really because obviously we all know we were what week seven, eight. I, I've lost count, but uh, I know. you know at least almost two months now that we've been into this pandemic, and so we all kind of understand 
I mean, yes, there's a certain percentage that don't really understand what you need to do to understand social distancing, but that that's another discussion to have. I know. But for the most part, we all understand, you know, don't, you know, keep space, don't touch each other. Um, you know, stay in your zone. You don't, don't invade my personal space and, and you know, make sure to wash your hands. Don't, don't leave the bathroom without washing your hands. I mean, come on now. Uh, you know, just simple things like we that. that in kindergarten, man. <laughs> I, I know. And I'm still teaching my, my kids who aren't in kindergarten anymore. Uh, so it's just, yeah, we all understand that. So it's just those, those little things to, uh, you know, again, look, working with the local government to get, to get the tracks back open again. That's, that's big. That's key because a lot of them, they, again, they might not even care. They might not even know. But and that and that was one of the questions we really wanted to ask. You know, who, when you were ready to open up, who did you connect? Where did you go to? Who you know? Who was the first person you went to? Mike Adams said straight up. He called his mayor because they have such a good relationship because the track is such, of course, a big uh, a big revenue stream for entertainment and, and people coming in to the events that spend money, of course, then in Newcastle like we all do. But then you went to the health officials. So go to your health officials. He contacted the hospital as well, which I thought was tremendous as well. Right. That's going to be your point of contact yeah. if something happens. So I think that was that was a great deal. And, and Mike had already told us on the show and before the show that he's got he's been in a lot of conversations with track owners and clubs, uh, club presidents, because he's he's got that experience now. You know, he's 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 done this now. And so I think he's going to be a wealth of knowledge. And everybody that's starting to open up right now, whether it's uh, Gary Loba and everybody over at MRP or whatever it may be, as people start opening up. Uh, I think that uh, I think that you're going to see more people contact them because they're getting things started early, right? Yeah, and again, it's just different different levels for for the different tracks depending on their their phase. Because again, every everything's going in a phase right now, and 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 again, we'll see. Thankfully, we have we have the opportunity to learn from the tracks that are going to be opening up, and 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 again, we'll we'll see how everything unfolds. We you know again, we'll, we'll probably be another month where we don't travel anywhere. Uh, so again, we'll, we'll have a whole nother month to, uh, to kind of process and review and, and, and oversee what, what's happening around indeed. the country and around North America. Yeah, indeed. That's the, and that's, and we'll stay on the forefront of it folks here on eCardi news. Again, we're seeing, I'm seeing a lot of comments here right now. People talking about the fact that in, indeed it's, we don't have the communication we probably need between tracks. Let's, uh, let's do more of that. Hey, you know what? The bottom line is we could easily get, we could do another one of these face-to-faces pretty soon and and have a couple more tracks in a different area to find out what's going on. We can talk about what's happening in Texas because I know that they're kind of getting things rolling as well. Scott yeah, Cherry, you, Scott Cherry you, from Rimrock told us that he's running a race. I ran a race last weekend as well. Yeah, you have Texas, you have the Northwest, you have the Southwest, you know, with Arizona, uh, you know, they're, they're opening um, the Northeast is, is kind of locked down a little bit, yeah. especially around the New York area. So we got different areas that we can, that we can probably include in another, uh, round table. I like that for sure. Uh, we do have some cool guests next week. Uh, we are locking in the guest for, um, Tuesday, uh, will actually be, uh, IndyCar driver, Will Power, along with noted engineer and uh, director of competition, Billy Vincent. They're going to join us here on face to face. We're going to talk about the new WPK, the new Will Power cart. Of course, Will and Billy uh, tag-teamed at the Super Nationals last year. Uh, Will had some trouble, although he did turn the fast lap at every one of his heat races. Uh, but he's got a new WPK cart. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the whole program he's putting together and trying to get more and more people uh, uh, lined up for our next face-to-faces. We've got a couple more people lined up, as we said. Lots more to come here. Thank you for joining us. The cool things I'm loving right now, David, is the fact that people are starting to post pictures of their support carding T-shirts. Mine, 
to ship something from the U.S. to Canada is, isn't easy. I may get mine by September. So I, <laughs> we both have our Brock teachers. I love the fact that we ended up both putting our same shirts on today, not even knowing it. Uh, if you, you got, got you got you got to love the security though at the border. I mean, they're stopping and checking everything. Yeah, no T-shirts going across this border. Smuggling coke and uh, well. And, and alcohol. And, you and, smuggle and, alcohol all the time. I never smuggle alcohol. <laughs> never. I never want to have to give any of it up. So that's why I don't do that. Um, again, if you, if you have your support card and t-shirts from Style and Aesthetic, thank you so much for buying it, number one. Number two, get it up on social media. Tag eCardi News and use the hashtag. We're going to give some prizes away for those people that have done that. I'll, I'll make a draw next week. If you haven't yet bought one, eCardiNews.com slash store. Uh, get on there. Order your support card and t-shirt. 100% of the proceeds uh, the profits going right back to all the people in the industry that support ecardynews.com. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. David, any other final words before we wrap things up here? No, that's it. I think, uh, again, lots to uh, to take in from the conversation. And uh, the great thing is, is we can watch it over and over again. We can. Uh, yeah. So that you can always find these. If you haven't, if you didn't see it here, you can find it on Facebook in our archive, video archive. David's also uploading it to YouTube. So it's available on YouTube. And then he turns this, of course, as well into an audio podcast that will be first streamed on the EKN radio network and then becomes a podcast that you can download. Uh, we'll give a shout out. David Waite said, Hey Rob, can we have some car tracks of Ontario? Come on. I was just thinking that in my mind, I'll reach out to Ron fellows. Maybe we'll get a hold of uh, Daniel DeLeo as well. Trevor Wickens from Hamilton. We'll get some of the other tracks in Ontario, see if they want to come on and chat with us as well. I'd love to see what the concept is on, on, uh, on what they think is happening. Cause right now we're in complete lockdown. Uh, I haven't even heard that we're going to be going golfing soon here in Canada. Hopefully the golf courses will open up soon. We get a chance to do that. But yeah, I'll, I'll reach out and we'll, we'll do a Canadian edition and talk to see what's, see what's happening up here in Canada as well. Sounds good. Like that. All right, folks, we're done. Thank you so much for joining us in another edition of Face to Face here on uh, EKN's Facebook page. Again, Facebook, YouTube, EKN Radio Network, and the podcast program. Please, they'll all be available through that as well. Uh, as always, as well, make sure you send us a message. If, you, if there's somebody you want us to talk to, is there a cool story? Is there uh, is there a roundtable you'd like to hear with a topic? Let us know. We'd like to hear from you. We can put that all together. Until then, thanks for joining us. David Cole, Rob Howden. Book it. <laughs>